know handbells are near and dear to the hearts of some among us in our church. It's been a while since we've heard them in here. When someone needs help, uh, sometimes things might be quite casual. Um, if someone has a flat tire on the side of the road, you usually don't need to send a search party for them. Even if you stop to help them, they might wave you off and say, no, I got it, you know. Just a matter of getting, you know, completing the task of changing the tire and then being on their way. But a more serious problem, of course, requires a more serious response. When someone is in trouble and unable to rescue themselves, for whatever reason, help has to come from somewhere else. And so, a search party may have to be sent for maybe a missing hiker, or helicopters may have to be dispatched to find survivors of a sunken ship, or what have you. And when the person being sought has been found, help usually doesn't come from the lofty heights of a chopper. They usually don't just drop supplies in a note and say, good luck. See you soon. It's far more involved than that. A rescue swimmer has to jump into the water. A search party has to brave the elements of the wilderness. The rescuer has to enter into the reality of the rescue. On this third Sunday of Advent, we hear the story of our rescue. The story of God coming to rescue us. We hear about how we put ourselves in peril, turning from God. And the reality of us being unable to save ourselves. And so rescue had to come from somewhere else. And God, being the creator and sustainer of all things, perhaps could have dealt with things from afar. And yet he did not. Not only did he not leave us to our own devices, he came to us. God instead intervened in our reality by entering our reality, entering our experience, and dealing with all of the elements that we have to deal with in our reality, complete with all the mess and all the pain that we created from our sin. He first commissioned a people as his own to begin the process out of whom he would raise the Messiah. And he sent the prophets to speak and foretell of the greater holistic uh, restoration to come through that Messiah. And eventually he would send him, his own son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to be one of us, to live among us, to enter our reality and be our rescuer, which is why we call him Savior. And on the surface, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Our rescue comes with the Son of God coming to be born among us as a vulnerable, dependent baby, just like the ones he came to save. And he would be subjected to all of the same mess that we are in. 
He would deal with the suffering and the evil of our world. Ours is not a rescue achieved from afar, achieved from lofty heights. It was a messy and costly rescue right in the middle of our reality, right in our midst. But ultimately, he would defeat sin, death, and evil through his death and resurrection. All of these things that he experienced for himself, though remaining himself sinless. And through his death and resurrection, he has achieved hope for us. A hope that lets us know that everything that he had to deal with in our reality, all of our mess, all the things he came to rescue us from, all the fallout from our sins, separating us from God and wreaking havoc on ourselves, on our world. He gave us a hope that none of that is the final word, but rather God's restorative work is all that will remain. And we will know it complete when our rescuer comes again to bring his kingdom in its fullness. And that is our story. That is the story that we may look back on as we listen to these scriptures. It's the story that we live in now, that we are living. And it's the story that we can look forward to one day being complete when he returns. But our story is ultimately speaks of God's story and God's work. And so today we get to hear that work. We get to celebrate and listen as we listen to the arc of the story leading to the arrival of our rescuer. And we can respond to the Lord in worship through song. And these passages show us that God did not abandon us. He did not leave us to our own devices. And what's more, he jumped right into our reality and all of the difficulties that came with it. He entered our reality as God in the flesh. And we call Emmanuel, meaning God with us, to rescue us from the brokenness of our reality. As the Gospel of John says, to paraphrase, in this way, God showed his love for the world, that he gave his one and only son so that whoever believes in him will not perish but live and live eternally. And that is true. That is truth that we can know for ourselves now. It is truth that we can hold as hope in front of us because our Savior came to rescue us. And so trusting in a Lord who entered in our reality, trusting in a Lord who we believe continues to intervene in our reality, let us now lift up our requests to our God in prayer. And as we do today, we'll lift up a couple requests from our own community. So as we pray together as a church family, we'll be lifting up our sister, Linda Bender, who continues to uh, a journey of recovery. She is now actually going to be moving to Axelson. It's an upcoming move, and so she, she's now currently in the midst of rehabbing in Brandel, and so she asks for prayers um, as she moves in the midst of her recovery. 
Uh, we'll also lift up a former member and friend of this church family, Chuck Russell, uh, who was in the hospital this week. His family's uh, asked for prayers for health concerns. Um, and as uh, you may know, our children uh, who just led us in, in worship and read the word of God to us, uh, they helped, uh, they and some of you helped uh, serve uh, children in need yesterday at Feed My Starving Children. We found out that the food was going to uh, recipients in South Sudan. So we will take the opportunity to lift uh, them up as well as we pray. So let's now pray together as a church family. Heavenly Father, we come before you again to thank you for your goodness, to thank you for your love, and to thank you for your work. All that you are and all that you do. We thank you that while we chose our own way, Lord, you came to save us. You did not leave us to the devices of our sin. You did not abandon us. And for that, we thank you. And we praise you. And we give ourselves to you. Help us to grow in faithfulness as we follow the Lord Jesus Christ, your Son. Shape us to love and to live more and more like him. That this world may know your love and be drawn to him as well. We ask that you would bear much fruit through us as individuals and as a church family. We pray that you increase the fruit that you have borne and that you forgive us where we have failed you and restore us. Lord God, we Thank you that you are a God who continues to intervene in our lives and in our world. And so trusting you, we lift up our requests, asking for your continued and abundant provision for us. In body and in spirit. And Lord, we lift up our sister Linda to you. And pray that you would complete the process of recovery, bring healing to her, Lord, and let your peace be upon her and her life as she moves to a new home. We lift up our brother Chuck to you and ask for your healing for him and your peace upon him and his family. Lord God, we thank you for the opportunity to serve those we may never even see in this life. And we thank you for the children of our church and the opportunity to serve alongside them, Lord. And we lift up them and all who served yesterday. And we ask your blessing upon them and your blessing upon the, those who would receive the food that they prepared and packed. And we pray for your abundant provision for the children and the people of South Sudan and all the many places in need across our planet, Lord. Bring your abundant provision, your peace where there is violence, 
your healing where there is injury. Hear us again as we pray as the Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the glory, power, and the glory forever. Amen. And we'll take this opportunity again to thank you for all the many ways that you serve in and through this church, through your time, through your resources. And just a reminder, if you would like to give to our church, you can do so through the website at northbrookcovenant.org, or you can leave your gifts. For those present here, you can leave your gifts at the, in the basket at the back of the sanctuary or the lockbox on the welcome counter marked for your offerings. Let's now listen to the word of God and worship our Lord. <laughs> 